Welcome to the Mom to Mom podcast. Our hope is that this monthly podcast will provide both encouragement and practical help as you move forward in raising the next righteous generation. Thank you so much for listening. Excited to share with you the second part of our interview with Jessica Sturdivant. If you haven't already, I recommend listening to part one of our interview with her. It will give you some history and context before you listen to the second part. What did God reveal about his character through this process? Um, I know you've already mentioned this, but kind of, you know, just maybe share some more things about his character. I know you've said he's re- he revealed his love for you, but is there anything else that maybe he revealed to you that um, that's helpful as you continue in your journey as a mom? Yeah, I think um, one of the things over that time period, because, you know, my focus wasn't all the time on infertility as I walked through those 14 years. So intermingled with infertility and then lessons he taught me through um, ministry, my ministry work that I did. I think the fact that he will always fill the gap when he has called me to do something mm-hmm. um, really grew my trust in him. There were lots of times when I felt a lack of capability or experience um, in ministry. And then sometimes related to that struggle with infertility, but God always met me right where I was and would fill the gap I felt that was there between what I felt capable of and what he was calling me to do. And that really grew my trust in him. I saw him come through over and over again. Um, And I think one of the challenges with that is to just not focus so much on myself and where I see my incapability, um, but to focus on him. And if it's something he's calling me to do, then focus on the fact he can fill the gap I feel like is there. Um, And then, you know, you mentioned it, but just his love and his faithfulness is there. It's constant. It doesn't go up and down as my circumstances look better or worse. It's the same. Um, And then walking out of infertility and into becoming a new mom. Um, when I had Kenzie, it was such a wonderful gift from God. Um, Mm -hmm. and it was also super difficult and challenging. Like I think it is for most moms when they have their first kid. And, um, I felt that giant gap again between my competence and what I felt like was needed, um, in endurance and, um, and understanding and God met me there and walked with me. Um, I, I think, I think one of the things looking back that if I were to just kind of sum up what I learned about who God is, as he walks with us in life, as I look back on the journey of infertility ministry, and then becoming a mom is just that he is with us. He loves us. And what is going on in life is, is actually a, a gift from him, even if it doesn't feel like it, even if it feels terrible or hard, it is, he will work in our lives for good. And I really need to focus on him, put my, put my focus on him, not on what's going on around me, not on my circumstances and not get into projecting the future, um, but really put my eyes on him because he loves me and he's with me. So I think I thought a lot about being a mom over all those years without thinking a lot about being a mom. 
Mm. Um, I thought about all the good parts, not about the hard parts. And then, <laughs> and then we brought home a newborn and um, she didn't like to sleep and she had jaundice and um, she had allergies that made me do like acrobatics with my diet and <laughs> reflux that meant she couldn't sleep flat and just all these things while I was still trying to figure out how you bathe the baby. I mean, I remember calling my sister and being like, I don't remember what they said about how to bathe her. <laughs> and it's, you know, it seems silly now to me, but it was very dramatic in my mind then. They're so floppy. Um, how do you keep them? That's right. And slippery and yeah, get stuff wet and, you know. <laughs> not um, instinctual, needless to say. See, I, I thought it was going to be instinctual. It's not instinctual. Maybe for some people it is, but for me, I was constantly like, I don't know what I'm doing at all. <laughs> and, you know, I think it, for me, each time I have hit something new as a mom, that's hard for me. It's easy to go back to comparison and see how that's not hard for someone else. Like, oh, well, they don't have trouble with that with their kids or mm -hmm. they, their kids sleep. Like what method did they use? You know, new ways my, my to son compare. didn't sleep through the night till he was two and a half. Um, and I tried everything, but you know, it's easy to compare your hard things as a mom mm -hmm. to somebody else's easier things and think they have no hard things, mm -hmm. but everybody does because the, the Lord, the Bible says the Lord disciplines mm -hmm. those he loves. And it's the idea of training us and growing us and discipline isn't comfortable. It hurts. Mm -hmm. And I need growing still as a mom. And the Lord has used those things of not sleeping. That's like the number one on my list. <laughs> I really love sleeping as an older mom. <laughs> it's hard for me. Um, or of really having to walk with him through things that are challenging to my mind and discipline of trying to figure out with my kids or of blending life and making sure that I'm taking care of all my responsibilities. Um, and then too, of trying to discern and, and really understand what he's doing in my kid's heart spiritually at different points, you know, and trying to be in step with him. And that's been challenging and I've had to trust him, but, so although I, I learned these things in infertility, the Lord drove them deep about trusting him and about only comparing to Christ. There, there are things I face again as a mom. That's why I said at the beginning, it's not like I've mastered this. Mm -hmm. It's just things the Lord has driven deep in my heart, but I still have to face kind of in a new area. I have to take that learning I did over here and say, okay, the Lord taught me a lot about not comparing and about celebrating others and about trusting him. And now I need to do that as it relates to the challenges I have with this child or with this season of really comparing to Christ and seeing what I'm going through as his training program for me and for my child. Mm -hmm. When hard things have happened for my kids mm -hmm. and I hate it for them seeing, you know what, this is even from God for them because he cares about them and about growing them and who they're going to be. And he's going to use this thing that I don't like that. It's, it's yuck. It's hard. Mm -hmm. He's going to use it for their good because he's going to drive some things into their heart and in their life out of this It's going to shape them. And, um, so I, I, 
although I learned some things out of infertility, they are things that I face and still work on learning. And the Lord drives home in a new way and new categories as a tired mom, as I think everyone will understand at the end of this podcast, because I've talked about sleep enough times. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I think it's in, it's interesting because when you're a mom, well, be like when you're not like, you have to trust God with yourself and then you have to trust God with your kid. Like they're, it's like you're, it's like double trusting. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it seems to me like you're double trusting because <laughs> you are trusting that God is working out his plan in your child's life. But then you're trusting that God is working out his plan in your own life. And I, I can trust God that he's working his plan in my life. Like that's pretty easy to see but it's hard for me to see my, my children having to learn to trust God. So Mm -hmm. I don't know why that's different, but it seems like it is. (laughs) So it's like a new, it's, it's a new way. It's a new thing to trust God with Um, a whole nother level. After you became a mom, can you share about other things that you've had to trust God along the way? And specifically about like your second pregnancy. Um, I think one of the first things I really had to trust the Lord in after I had Kinsey was I didn't, I don't know. I, I, I researched things before we had kids, but somehow I missed that whole thing about you can have hormonal issues after you have a baby. Mm-hmm. And I really struggled with feeling down for about two weeks. It surprised me. Um, hormones going up and down. I'm not a crier. And I cried a lot after I had her and I had to trust the Lord in what felt very odd to me, just in what was going on emotionally and physically and trust him that he would walk me through it when it wasn't at all like what I thought it would be like. Um, and then whenever I became pregnant with Kai, I was super excited. Um, I knew I was pregnant before I knew I was pregnant. (laughs) And um, I remember just being so thrilled and also feeling like something was just kind of different in the pregnancy. And um, Matt went with me when I went to my doctor and because I'm old enough, that means they do an ultrasound like immediately. Mm -hmm. Um, I got ultrasounds all the time for being an older lady pregnant. And, um, So my pregnancy started out with an ultrasound and um, she said, oh my goodness, I don't even believe this. You are pregnant with twins Mm -hmm. and twins don't run in my family. So I was very shocked. So was Matt. (laughs) Um, And she said, you know, I can, I have a heartbeat on one of them, but I don't on the other. She said, but it's so early Um, by next week, I'll probably be able to pick up a heartbeat on the other. And so I left the appointment and Matt and I, we were talking, I just had so many emotions and feeling kind of like things were spinning out. I didn't know whether to be happy or sad or worried or um, what to feel. And I remember thinking, I just really need the Lord to walk us through this because I have no idea what's going on. And um, a few days later, it was right, it was right before Christmas, maybe Christmas Eve or the day before I started miscarrying uh, Kai's Mm -hmm. twin. And, um, I miscarried through Christmas and then, um, went back in and went back to the doctor and guess I had, I had lost his twin. Um, and then 
couple days later, it was right before New Year's Eve, I started bleeding again. Mm -hmm. And I thought, oh my goodness, I'm going to lose the second child. And um, it was, it was awful to be miscarrying Mm -hmm. over Christmas and then looking like I'm miscarrying over New Year's Eve and, you know, just having to really hold on to the Lord and going, I have no idea what you're doing here, God, what is going on? But going back to what he had taught me in infertility of no matter what happens, no matter what the circumstances are, you're still good. And I know you love me and somehow you will use this for good, whether or not I see it or feel it right now. And, um, the Lord sustained Kai. Um, he, he was fine. Um, I didn't miscarry him. Um, but one of the things I struggled with my whole pregnancy was a fear that I would have him and that every time I would look at him, I would think about his twin not being there. Mm-hmm. And um, it was, again, like back in infertility, a picture the enemy would give me of the future where the future had nothing of the Lord's hope and of the joy and the goodness of him, or even just him helping me. It was just this picture of what if you look at your child and all you can think about is the one you lost. And Mm -hmm. it really, it really was something I had to battle and trust God that as I walked into the future, it would be good because of who he is, it would be full of hope and joy when I looked at my child and it would not be this dark picture, but it was something I really battled with in fear for the whole pregnancy. And of course, when I had Kai, it's hard for me to even remember the thoughts and feelings I had then in some ways, because I don't look at him and think all the time someone is missing. Um, I look at him and I'm just filled with joy. He's really brought us a lot of joy, a lot of challenge, but a lot of joy. (laughs) Um, and it's not my, my, my life currently is not the picture the enemy was giving me of, I will always look at this child and see someone missing. It's actually the Lord increased my joy Mm. more than it was before. Um, so, but I did, but I could not, I had to press into that fear of what the future might be trusting the Lord Mm-hmm. Um, that whole time until I had him and could walk into that future of seeing the Lord show up there and being able to look at him and not experience heartache, if that makes sense, um, mm-hmm. of being able to look at him and actually just have the thoughts and feelings of the Lord's gift and the, his kindness and goodness there. It's, um, it's interesting that what you are sharing is that you still had to work through feelings of being, you know, feeling, um, is the Lord going to rip me off in this situation? And I think it's because we just always have an enemy. Like he is always wanting us to doubt God's goodness. He's always wanting us to, um, think that God is, is not gonna, um, that he doesn't have what's best in mind for us. And that's a really good reminder that it's every day is a new day to trust the Lord. And, um, and he will show us mercy every day. His mercies are new every morning. So, um, what is, um, God teaching you currently in, in the realm of trusting the Lord? 
in well. any area, parenting or whatever. <laughs> um, since we're recording this in 2020, mm-hmm. um, I feel like this year is full of uh, lots of learning <laughs> opportunities for me and a lot of people. Um, it's just been a, a textbook study in surprising and mm-hmm. uncertain and difficult and mm-hmm. painful and unexpected. Um, I know, I know so many women and families are dealing with that. And so the year that we have all been walking through, I've been walking through too. Um, and there've been a lot of opportunities to have to trust the Lord, um, especially with an unknown future. You know, I think that's one of the things this year that has been really brought to the forefront. I know for me and a lot of people is just, we can get to where we operate. Like we know what the future will be. And one thing that the Lord's reminded me of is I don't know the future that's come to the forefront this year. I don't know what the future will be. However, I can look backwards and go, I know who he is. Mm -hmm. And therefore, whatever the future is, whatever the circumstances are, I know he loves me and he'll be with me and he's going to walk with me through it. And whatever happens will be for his glory and for my good. And so in the middle of a pandemic, um, my husband, Matt, transitioned into a new role in ministry, which was an odd time to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, This fall, we have started into um, the beginning stages of homeschooling with the kids. And um, that's brought opportunities to trust the Lord and to try and figure things out um, and to not compare um, and then actually in the, the last little bit, um, both of our kids have actually chosen to make Jesus boss of their lives, but I am still having to work through learning how to train some strong willed kids, um, who have mm-hmm. a lot of energy, um, and disciple them in learning to walk with God. Um, even when I feel very tired. So, um, <clears throat> one of the things the Lord's reminded me of this year in particular, <clears throat> pardon me, mm is um, Hebrews 10, 39. Uh, I love when my kids say this one to me because they say it with a lot of energy. They mm-hmm. like this. Hebrews ten thirty nine says, but we are not of those who shrink back and are destroyed, but of those who believe and are saved. Mm-hmm. And that's something I have really tried to lean into this year. Um, each time my kids have said it to me, and we've, we've said it to each other is just trying to take that stance of, I'm not going to shrink back from what's going on, but I'm really going to try to cling to God's hand in it and uh, see him come through. Another verse that this year, the Lord has really um, brought to mind a lot of times. Um, he, he used it to speak to me when we were walking through infertility. Um, but as we've walked through some challenging things and there's a lot of people um, in ministry and around us have walked through hard things. One of the things he's brought to mind several times is Isaiah 51, 12. And it says, it's very short, says, I, even I am he who comforts you. And just the reminder that he cares and he loves us and he's walking each step with me. And I need to press into this step with courage and not shrink back. Um, I think that's been just a lot of the learning ground of this year is the reminder of that and the need to lean into it, trusting him with courage. Hmm. That's really helpful, Jessica. Is, is there anything else that you'd like to say to the moms um, that are currently in the trenches of parenting? 
Any last comments? Um, I hope you have some good coffee today. <laughs> um, besides that, <laughs> all um, I need is coffee, a whole lot, of, a whole lot of Jesus, and a little bit of coffee. Or that's right. Yeah, but maybe for me, it's a whole lot of Jesus and a whole lot of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, I think I think one thing is just that God God loves you more than you can imagine. And he really cares about what you're going through. And he says he will personally comfort you. So I just encourage you to let him near your heart. Don't wall him out. Don't push him out. Let him near. Mm -hmm. Um, And then another thing is don't get into comparison with other moms. Um, This is something, like I said, I still have to remind myself about, but as, as much as you can ask the Lord to remind you in the day to put your eyes on him and not on other people's circumstances, their kids or their challenges or their lack of challenges that you see. Um, you know, social media lets you see everyone's good days. So ask him not to, not to help you see everyone's bad days, but to focus on him and, the, the situations he's given you and wants to teach you through, um, like the stork or the mountain goat or the rock badger, be who God wants you to be mm-hmm. and ask him how he can bring, how you can bring him the most glory. Don't worry about what you look like compared to others, what your story looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, and then look for those times of joy and rest and refreshment that God provides, um, so that you can be grateful for those instead of just seeing all the difficulty. Like I was talking about from Pilgrim's Progress, you know, if you, if you have the eyes to, to, to look for what God is doing to bring you joy, sometimes it's little things in the day or rest or refreshment. Sometimes it's little things in the day or the week, but trying to practice gratitude for that. I think that's really helped this year is looking for what we can be grateful for. Mm-hmm. Um, And then, you know, you may not have dealt with infertility um, or miscarriage, but if you're walking through a time period where God is saying no to you, my encouragement to you is just to lean into what he wants to teach you. Um, In whatever area he's saying no, it is from a God who loves you. And there's something he wants you to learn in it. So ask him, what do you want me to learn in this, God? Um, Please show me how I can bring you glory through this um, and then hold on to his love for you. If he's giving you a no, it's for your good. Um, And it's possible that the no will actually be giving you deep desires in your heart. He may be saying yes to something very deep in your heart by saying no to the thing that you're focused on right now. So. Well, thank you so much, Jessica. I'm so thankful that you took time out of your busy day to share on our mom to mom podcast. And your journey really reminds me that, um, that I really need to seek God in every season in my life. And, and that really it is a journey that I'm walking with, um, Jesus through, um, he, and he's somebody that I can really trust and he, I can trust him to guide me through every trouble. Um, whether it's a season of joy or a season of sadness, he is with me. And that's really encouraging. And um, 
I really, uh, I hope that uh, moms, I hope that this has encouraged you to lean into God during whatever circumstances that you find yourself experiencing. So thank you so much, Jessica. Thanks so much for joining us today. We hope that you've been encouraged to move forward in your parenting journey and that you have some practical next steps you can readily apply. Join us again next month for another Mom to Mom podcast.